0: Hello, welcome to the Africa Briefing podcast, where we discuss everything African. Hello and welcome. With his confirmation as the President-elect of the United States, Africa Briefing would like to share a few ideas. about the the incoming Joe Biden administration's Africa policy agenda. For the past four years, US strategy on Africa has centered on competing against China, the continent's biggest trading partner. Talks from aid to trade revolved around encouraging the continent to turn away from Beijing and prevent China from taking greater stakes in Africa's technology, energy, and infrastructure. But to be effective in Africa, Biden will have to make some important changes in how his administration sees China and how it addresses the challenge. In our opinion, the U.S. approach to the Chinese in Africa until now has been an abject failure. And to be fair, this isn't just President Trump or Secretary of State by Pompeo's fault. The Obama administration's policies were equally ineffective. We at Africa Briefing make the following suggestions to help correct decades of misguided strategies. One, President-elect Biden must take a page from Chinese president Xi Jinping's playbook. Xi Jinping will always carve out five minutes in his shadow for a photo op, a web conference or a phone call with an African leader and not just the bigwigs from the largest countries. In fact, just a few weeks ago, Xi Jinping called the president of Malawi just for a chat. Americans generally don't value that kind of personal relationship building the way the Chinese do. But Africans do too, and that's what's brought out here. Number two, the U.S. should stop trying to compete with the Chinese. The Biden admi- the incoming Biden administration will need to direct all of the relevant heads of agencies to stop focusing their African engagement policies on confronting the Chinese in Africa. Everyone from the Pentagon, to the State Department, to the Asian Bank, and most importantly, the team at the Development Finance Corporation. Instead, they need to get them to develop policies that amplify America's distinctive advantages Over the Chinese. The US will never be able to compete with the Chinese on financing large scale infrastructure, subsidizing private industry, or even the whole of government approach that Beijing brings to its diplomacy in Africa. Instead, the US should build on the following areas where it has an advantage over the Chinese. And these are one. Education. America has some of the best universities in the world and Africa is a continent of adolescents eager to learn. Number two, services. America is a world leader in professional and technology services. They should work with African stakeholders on how they can maximize their investments in Chinese infrastructure to help make them more sustainable. Number three, the people. America has a long and complicated history with Africa. And despite all the negativity from slavery to Trump shitholes, brand America remains incredibly durable on the continent. It's especially important that Biden personally remove the student visa restrictions fund the peace call, and create new opportunities for African American and African youth to engage. Three, Biden's foreign policy in Africa should be focused on one thing, jobs. Africa is facing the worst economic crisis in a generation. On a continent with with the fastest growing population in the world, When African leaders say they don't want to be caught in the middle of another U.S. great power struggle, Biden must listen. He must listen to what their priorities are, and those priorities are jobs, jobs, and jobs. No one wants to hear any more American diatribes about Chinese debt debt traps, Huawei or The dangers of the Belt and Road Initiative. The Biden administration must focus on jobs. The Commerce and Treasury Departments should help African stakeholders to negotiate better loan deals and improve transparency to help attract more foreign direct investments. The State Department should also help to advocate for small business interests around the world the Africa Growth and Opportunity Act, (AGOA) also needs to be renewed and expanded by Biden's administration. Number four, America should take the lead on the debt crisis. Many of Africa's largest economies are sinking fast under the weight of unsustainable debt loads. They need help and fast. The Trump administration abdicated the US's traditional leadership role in international development finance, and Biden must urgently correct this anomaly. Now, number one, work with the financial services industry and Congress to relax fiduciary requirements to give pension funds, asset managers, sorry, asset managers, and other private creditors more flexibility, in negotiating debt restructuring settlements. Two, work with Paris club lenders to set an example by publishing all African loan data, including terms and interest rates in an easily accessible database, and then publicly challenge the Chinese government to do the same. Number three, Biden should personally lead the effort to provide african finance ministers with the liquidity and debt relief not suspension but actual relief that they've been asking for over the past seven months please make it happen african leaders are not really asking for that much and african leaders on their part must bring attention back to boosting african trade and investment the african continental free trade area agreement set for launch on 1st January 2021, provides a valuable roadmap. Beyond courting the White House, Africa's policymakers should focus on taking advantage of this unprecedented opportunity to boost their post-pandemic economies from within. Thank you for listening. And for a credible source of news, views, analysis and commentary on Africa, please visit www.africabriefing.org Stay safe and keep hope alive.